Ashley J. Sumner is on the podcast today. And wow, she is a gift. She is the true definition of a soul-based wellness entrepreneur. She's the founder of Liminal, a bite-sized coaching app, and an embodiment of feminine leadership. And we talk about what that means and how to embody it ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Please be sure to leave a five-star review and a written review wherever you listen to this episode, as it will, of course, get in more people's ears. Thanks again for being present with us today. Without further ado, let's get altered with Ashley J. Sumner. Hello, gorgeous Ashley. I'm so glad to see you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. What an honor, truly. Um, we were talking about, guys, before we hit record, how... So Ashley Sumner and I have known each other since pre-pandemic via probably Ryan, oh. Ryan Weiss, who I, who I have to get yeah. on the, on the show for sure. Um, but yeah. like, every time I see you, I'm like, yes, more, please. And so mm. this is, this is our first more in a minute. It's and I, I'm really grateful. Good. Mm, that Good. feeling is very returned. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you are like, you're so many things. You're a, a you're a connection queen. You are a startup, like a, a true in in like the essence of the word, like a wellness entrepreneur, a startup genius. Um, I, it, there's so many things that that you do. But as we were talking about earlier, like the the meaning of this show is about how we alter ourselves. We we lay ourselves at the altar of life, and usually those moments happen when something happens, right? Some big thing happens, whether it's somebody shifting or somebody dying or somebody getting married or some sort of moment that kind of cracks us open. So just to start on a really light topic, I'd love to hear about a moment that altered you. You know, um, I have a, I have a newsletter. It's called The Liminalist. And I published one today, which is titled How to Find Yourself in Crisis. Hmm. Um, and I was with everything that was, you know, kind of recently in the news and social media and what took place at Burning Man, mm -hmm. um, with all the, the rain and the mud, I was reflecting on my first time going. Um, and that was a summer that I got into what I will call as a total freak accident and ended up having a brain injury, like a traumatic brain injury that oh. altered my life in like a second, which, you know, crisis is not something we plan for, right? Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. Um, and I was, you know, I was living in New York City. It was, you know, I was hustling. I was climbing to the top of the building, you know, trying to get, trying to get somewhere I thought was meaningful and important. And this accident happened. And all of a sudden, all of the things that make me me, my identity, everything, like feeling like strategic and quick-witted and and good on my toes and making synaptic connections for people and ideas and mm -hmm. all of these things, like gone, gone. I, I, like half of my vocabulary was gone. So all Whoa. of these other things were definitely gone. Whoa. And New York City was way too overstimulating. Like I can still close my eyes and remember how my body was just, whoa, like I have to get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very fortunate to have a boss at the time. This was um, just, 
this was I stepped away from my first company, a matchmaking company, wanted to go develop my skills with, you know, as a community builder, so I was at the social club and they were opening in LA. And so I went to LA to kind of, you know, help, but really to recover. Mm-hmm. And it was what I'd like to say, like a very dark, dark couple of months in, in recovery of isolation and fear and loneliness and like, who am I and what am I doing and feelings I had not let myself really feel for a while because I was distracting myself and hustling. And and I randomly, because of a connection I made, which is a little those little signs from the universe of your purpose, got gifted a Burning Man ticket. And I should have said no, you know, in my head because my body was still healing and all of that. But everything about me said, yeah, go, 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 go. Don't, you know, it was like a week before. You don't need to plan. You don't need to do anything. Just go. Wow. Um, and long story short, like I did, I went, you know, and I, I didn't have really Im- impressive Instagram worthy costumes and a high powered, supercharged electric bike. Like I didn't even have a coat. Cause I'm like desert. It's hot. Like, what do I know? Like somebody gifted me a coat while I was out there. And I got completely lost in a really intense dust storm. My bike broke. I was like, barely could breathe. And I stumbled into the nearest tent, which is where I found the CEO, this woman, Marion, the Burning Man, giving a talk on community and feminine leadership. And it just, her words altered me. It was like coming home to this knowing that I have of why I do what I do, but never knew why I did it. And everything became clear to me around how I'm spending my time, what matters, how to get better, how to take care of myself, how to support others and tapping into their kind of inner knowing and desire for connection and just commit an entire lifetime to this work. Um, And that was almost 10 years ago. So that summer altered me in a very, very humbling way. Wow. That's, yeah, yeah, we we, we make a mess into a message, don't we? Um, We sure do. That's amazing. And I'm so, so grateful that you are recovered. That's that's wildly oh, yeah. intense. I actually saw I saw the photograph on your Instagram today. I was stalking you, and that did not <laughs> that did not look ideal. So blessings, blessings. Wasn't good. Yeah, thank um, thank you. Yeah, Oop. of course, of course. What was what were some of the key messages that you got? If you remember anything out of that talk that really like stirred a revolution in your heart, if anything in particular. Um, I remember, I mean, I remember her speaking to the wisdom of the feminine and feminine leadership and, you know, a a secondary and tertiary, but continuously becoming maybe a primary reason why I am a startup founder is because I want to create the work cultures that we deserve to have. Like we spend a third of our life at work, if not more. And that is a place we deserve to be seen, to feel accepted, to believe I'm a human and I can come here with all of myself. And like, we are in this and figuring this out. Like, you know, as a tech founder, it's like your product is your people, you know? Um, It's the most special thing about existence, you know, which is important for us to remember is like AI is, you know, threatening to, to do so much, you know, 
for good, for bad, whatever. Um, And so this concept of feminine leadership, which I realized like I had, this was, I'm like, I have been in a masculine, toxic masculine, I'll throw out, uh, construct and fighting to survive in that reality and adopting those practices and realizing that I didn't have that type of balance or support in this like connection to myself and what it means to trust, to surrender, to receive, to create like the inner knowing, the relationship that I have to my the voice the guidance this idea of the answers are inside you don't have to go outside of yourself for the answers like she spoke to all of these things and at the time I wasn't familiar with this deep level of knowledge domain knowledge around feminine masculine toxic divine Mm -hmm. and then applying it to leadership and applying Mm -hmm. it to this new reality we could exist in together Mm -hmm. so between that and you know and designing and architecting values and principles that a group of people like live honor and integrity i was already doing that i just didn't have the language for it um and Mm -hmm. that propelled my community building knowledge forward um and the feminine leadership language just kind of gave me a blueprint for who i want to be as a leader and the cultures that i want to build and create Okay, that's stunning. If if we're wanting to to architect a, a lifestyle or a um, just a life in general that is led by feminine principles, the more feminine, receptive, allowing principles, what do we need to cultivate, or what can we start to integrate and practice in order to allow that to to be a part of our life? You know, I I'm a I'm a huge fan of Michael Singer. Which is interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna call out a, a white male um, wellness leader in this moment, and I'm I'm acknowledging that. But I just reread the Surrender Experiment, um, and this practice for me of deep trust. You know, this connection to what I will say is source which has been very always there for me my whole life. But I've noticed where I've, you know, certain traumas or survival techniques pull me so far out of my body that I have a hard time staying in connection. Um, My practice has always been about breathing and coming back to my spine and my connection to it. And when I get spun out or overwhelmed, or I'm noticing that I'm doing things the way other people do things, you know, like that, I'll call it the mimesis, right? Mimetic desire, how we repeat the things that we see. Um, as a woman, connecting to my feminine has been about coming back to my body, finding my stillness, finding my breath, finding my the voice that's so right there ready to co-create with you and speak with you. Um, But we create so much distraction around it. And so surrendering to like these things that I know I can't control um, and collaborating. I'm very big on collaboration. I'm very big on active listening 
and paying attention to signs as a leader in a company. Stunning. So, that's that's yeah. some of it. Yeah, please. More, yeah, more, please. You spoke about like reconnecting inward and and connecting to your breath and connecting to your spine. I mean, of course, we all know we should be meditating. We all know we should be doing you know this that, and the other thing. But are there any particular tools that you use to realign when you feel disconnected? There's so many ways that we disconnect that are so insidious like mm. um, even like defenses around um it, that that don't look like defenses like using humor or like using um, mm-hmm. all sorts of other tools right that like kind of take us away mm-hmm. from what's really being felt or really being experienced so like what can we do to realign when maybe our defenses are up or we're feeling disconnected mm. So for for me, this actually happened to me a few days ago. I've been very social. I'm newer to Miami, um, partially moving here because I felt ready to explore a new city, but also because I really just wanted to be looking at water and in the kind of tropical, humid environment that exists here, which is part of my practice, like where my body feels good. Um But I, so I am a, I have a really busy analytical brain and it's kind of like, it's a, it's a strength, you know, in many ways, as far as my career goes, you know, how curious, investigative, uh, analytical I am. Um, But I, I feel it at odds with like the messages of my heart. Um, and those, (laughs) those defenses are in the, the defenses are in the brain, right? Those stories, gosh, when we slow down, you really start to see the stories and how much meaning we make of like, I make of everything if I'm not in my practice. And so a few days ago, it was Labor Day weekend and, you know, typically I'm here, I'm there. You said before the call, you're like, you know, you're where are you now? Kind of, I'm always like, where am I in the world? And I have really chosen to stay put. And I went way inward, you know, didn't spend that much time with others and got into this, like, when I fall asleep, I'm listening to, and you can go on Spotify, like delightful yoga nidras to fall asleep so that I'm like winding down in a, in a softer fashion and kind of connecting more to my my subconscious state. When I wake up, there are these like sweet bells that I play. Like I, I kind of have turned my quote unquote spare time into a constant state of like devotion, if you will, or like reverence to how phenomenal life That's is. Stunning. It's so easy <laughs> to forget that. Yeah, it's it's like I'm I am journaling. I like I, I just have been slowly, I will say slowly to anyone who's listening who's like, I want to do all of it. I've spent 10 years cre- making these t- these tiny micro adjustments and 10 years later now it's integrated into a lifestyle that I can't imagine not living. You know. So don't fire hose yourself with everything I suggest in here you know deep in your heart like the thing that would be great for you right now getting into water epsom salt baths like you know putting a hot heating pad on your belly journaling you know looking up listening to trance versus meditation 
Like, what are you drawn to? What does your body lean forward for? So I'm into all of it. Mm. I'm here for all of it. I'm into all of it. I know you're into all of it. We like, we could riff on all of it for days. Um, But that's, I want to make sure I convey that because it can be a lot if it's like a starting out moment too. Ashley, that was so delicious. It's like your life is the ritual. Your life is the prayer. Your life is the practice. And that's that's the fucking goal. Um, the thing that came to mind on the – it's like I can hear my listener's voice being like, well, what about this? Like where does like a sense of play come there. in? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Where does where yes. does play come in? Like, yes, do you party? Yes. Like, like, where do we where do we go? Fucking part of my ritual is to like have a glass of wine, you know, like whatever. I don't know, but where For does sure. that live? For in sure, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, so it used to I used to live in these polarities, these extremes, and then you know you get that little shame spiral. That's, yeah, that's yeah. I I spent all of my twenties in that state, you know. Um, uh. I'm into, like, I'm into all of it. I'm like a queen of moderation now. That's my goal was moderation, right? So my twenties, it was like, I was vegan, but I was partying, but I was this, but I was that. Like, I'm not, I don't identify as anything, you know, like I enjoy, I enjoy a glass of wine. I dance daily. So something I do when I wake up is like, I just like, I hip hop dance. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, like my, you know, I was a performer and a dancer and hip hop is like my, my main way to, to move. Um, so I do both like sober ecstatic dance and like I go out dancing and down here there's a brilliant Latin American culture and, you know, so musicians and I, and I do that. So that's super meaningful to me. And also I am like, I'm just, I'm silly. Like that is me by nature. Everything is, as I approach things from a playful childlike state and part of my healing was like unleashing the inner child and like not putting her back anywhere <laughs> um she, she's out and she's here and she's like looking for people who will like come play with her um so I will say that but one caveat I want to throw out there in the question is I believe our purpose comes at a very young age and I have been obsessed with mental health and wellness and psychology and philosophy from literally the moment I can remember having thoughts so to some people how I live my life might look like work to them to me it is play it makes me so stoked and I it is play for me and so I'm going to look at somebody else and be like, what are you doing over there? That's great. That looks so hard. And they're like, it's, this is, I, that, this is play for me. So that's my caveat too. 100%. I just, um, my boyfriend has two kids and they are wonderful. And we just, we went to like the back to school night last week and yeah. met with uh, the statistics teacher, which she's. 11. She's not in statistics, but we met the statistics teacher. And I was like, wow, bless you. Yeah. I was like, wow, (laughs) good for you. And she was like, to me, it's really fun. And I was like, totally fucking great. It's so great. Exactly right. That's exactly right. That's so, so good. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked a little bit about your mess being your message. Do you feel like there's a collective mess? And what is the message for? for everyone there's a collective mess 
<laughs> There's a, I was like, global crises. One, two, yeah, yeah. three. I'll pick one. How about it? How about I pick one? I'll pick one that relates Perfect. to you know the work I want to want to keep doing in the world. Um, yes. I believe we are in. I mean, statistically, it's it's also known, but I would say a stress epidemic. This is the most stressed out that we've ever been. High, high, high mm-hmm. alert, extreme burnout, nervous systems tweaked, just like, you know, um, loneliness and stress. And as we continue to kind of unpack our disconnection from ourselves, from source, from each other. Um, yeah, well, we're so stressed. And that's that's what it is, I think. Yeah. I think you're so right. Well, what's the message that you have for people who are like, yep, that's me. What do I do? How do we like, what are some like adjustments we can make to, to get our nervous system back to a state of like, just being able to be present. I was just talking about it the other day that like the, the opposite of, of overwhelm is presence. Right. Like if we're like super overwhelmed with, mm-hmm. with what we have and it's like stressing us out, we're like, I have this and this and this and this. Like if we can just knock ourselves mm-hmm. conscious and like focus on the one task at hand, like that can bring mm-hmm. us to such a greater sense of peace. How else can we find a greater sense of peace? I mean, I keep talking about breathing because we stop breathing. When we are stressed, you know, you want to get into the science behind the parasympathetic, sympathetic nervous system, and you know, the short that shortness of breath, and these beautiful systems that our bodies have to keep us safe, you know, but aren't evolving to realize that whatever a lion is not actually coming out and attacking us. Um, so, for me, it always comes back to to some of the things I said previously and coming back to breath and just remembering my practices around feeling safe, like reminding myself that I am safe. Um, And we mentioned him earlier, Ryan Weiss is, you know, one of my best friends, but also happens to be an incredibly profound coach. And he has taught me this in so many ways and so patiently reminded me this. I think that's the beauty of having and working with a coach is that they can really be a mirror for you and a guide to bring you back to yourself. And it's funny, I have a post-it note of a session I did with him live uh, years ago on my computer. And they're the, mm. they're the messages that I need to remember for myself, which is I care for you. I am safe. I let love in and I am in my power. Mm. These are the things that I let go of that I stopped believing so quickly. These are the beliefs. And so Mm -hmm. I have it right here next to like all of my company, (laughs) company post-it notes. So that I just keep saying it over and over and over again. Um, So I could unpack that question for like hours with you, but I'll, so I'll stop there. No, I think that sounds so right. And it's so true that that is um, like, like, you know, our thoughts are not just happening right? We get to actively shift what's going on internally. And I was just thinking about the, um, the beautiful correlation 
between the word spell and selling, like casting a spell. Like every time we speak, we're casting a spell. That's why it's called spelling. And, um, and these words that are on your post-it notes, you know, via, via Ryan, but via you and, and your messaging that's needing deeper integration, like that's your spell. Your cast you, that your incantation yeah. is like you figured it out. <laughs> Hats off. Oh, I love how you I mean you are so good with these words. You're you're a master. You're a master of words. So they'll make it a meta comment because you're commenting on language and the power of it. But yeah, that really <laughs> that that lands very beautifully for me. Thank you. Oh, like I'm gonna carry that as like a gift of information moving forward. Oh, I'm so grateful that that, that, that aligns. So speaking of, um, speaking of coaching, I would love to speak or have you speak on liminal and really the intention behind the, the company and the app and the, the brand and everything that you're building and why we need it. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it's, um, I was in a very deep meditation during a sound bath in New York City and speaking to like the feminine and surrender and trusting the information that comes forward because it's now my company. It was the seed that planted. And I had this message come forward so many times. Um, and it was at the end of my previous company and I was kind of processing some, some grief around that and some letting go. And this message was, you are here to make people's lives easier. You're not here to give them something more to do. Mm. So like more to create, more to produce, um, you know, in my former company ended up being a social network, right? So that is a space of production, right? And and it can be, and it is connection and it is profound, but it's something more to do, mm-hmm. you know, and put out in the world and then get, anyway. So I really looked at the areas of our lives that I felt my life got easier because I had the privilege to having access to it. And I looked to all of the most miraculous coaches, you know, guides, healers, like I've worked with the people who have helped me come back to myself when I leave. Right. And we like, that's our role. I believe in each other's lives is to like grow in relation and help be a mirror to bring you back to yourself. Right. You speaking to me right now and talking about spell and spelling, like, that is a moment you're dropping for me that I'm going to carry. And I, I see that as the wisdom, the guidance, the coaching. Um, and then I looked at the coaching space and I looked at how much money I've, I've spent on this thing. Right. And again, <laughs> again, I it's love it. So I'm like, take my money. Yeah. Yeah. This is, pl- you know, because this is my purpose and I care so much and I want to learn I, you know, instead of going and buying like a purse, like I get a coach. Um, I also have the the beauty of an actual coach. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the brand. (laughs) Girl, I love you. 
Um, that made me giggle. Um, that was just perfect. to clarify, everybody, um, just clarify. Yeah, for sure. Um, sorry, sorry, Coach the Brand. Um, yeah. So I also I look at all of my closest friends: Ryan Weiss, Aaron Ward, Sarah <laughs> Hanner brilliant coaches and i'm like am i just like getting these i get these brilliant moments of like voice notes and audio notes and i get micro coaching from them you know as like just gifts every day and i was like okay interesting so this is a typically a very high commitment expensive space this idea that's like most people don't think that they get to have a coach but with the power of technology and the power of like what we can automate now, can we bring coaching to the masses? Can people who never thought they'd ever be able to have a career and purpose coach or a health coach or a dating coach all of a sudden now be able to completely afford it because we build the technology that helps the coaches show up more, and I'm calling it micro-coaching you know, bite-sized micro-coaching, big shifts and tiny steps, but can that exist and can we be the matchmaker and the middleman to not only bring credibility and trust into the space, but also increase impact for more than maybe, what what will we say, the top one to maybe 20% of people who believe they, I will use the word, deserve uh, carefully, uh, a coach. And I want everyone to know they get a coach. So that's, that's liminal or I'm calling my new baby liminal. I love that name. What, what made you connect to the word liminal? Uh, It's such a good name. It looks like cool. It's Um, so good. That's the reason. (laughs) You're like minimal, liminal. I mean, I feel like my whole life has been out of, at the threshold of a new beginning like I don't ever believe I get anywhere it's just every every level there's a new devil there's a new beginning you know it's like you yeah. I want to get there and then you get there and then you look back at where you were and you're like I was a mess but then you get to the next level and you look back you're like wait I was also a mess uh and it's this cute game <laughs> we keep playing called life um and I so I'm yeah. like the invitation to me is like let's just hang out in liminal space Let's be in the unknown. Let's accept we're always at a beginning. Let's give ourselves over to the control we don't have and enjoy the journey. God, that's so, so good and totally aligns with so much that I'm integrating right now. So I just feel called to share. I actually just had a medicine journey last weekend with a wonderful therapist. And it was so meaningful. And part of my intention going into it was really learning to enjoy. Um, I have the tendency when I receive something, whether it's like money, whether it's a relationship, whether it's whatever, I Mm. I don't necessarily enjoy it. It actually kind of makes me like clench and hold tighter because then I'm afraid I'm going to like lose it. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. so ironic because it's the process, right? It's like, if you're always at the beginning and life is like continuing to unfold into itself, right? It's like Mm. beginning, middle end, beginning, middle end, beginning, middle end, beginning, middle end over and over and over and over again. Then like I can detach 
from whatever it is that I'm associating my worth with or associating the feel good mm-hmm. feelings with or associate, disassociate, not disassociate, un- detach, that's the word. I can, detach. I can detach mm-hmm. from that being like, like, oh, I just made this money. Like, oh shit, if I lose it, I'm going to be fucked. Like the money will come, the money will go, right? Like there's always a beginning middle, mm-hmm. and end to it. Like it's supposed to be moved. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to sit there. Mm-hmm. Love is supposed to move. Mm-hmm. It's not just supposed to sit there. Like mm-hmm. I don't get a relationship and mm-hmm. hold it. I, I get a relationship and it moves mm-hmm. and it alters mm-hmm. and it shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's so beautiful, that reminder of the liminal, like, we're just always kind of like ping-ponging around between beginning, middle, and end. And, and it is always a new beginning and burying something and planting mm-hmm. something look exactly the same. And mm-hmm. that's just all there is to it. It's it's constantly a shift. And thinking that it shouldn't shift is where we run into trouble. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's or we're forgetting that we are just a mirroring of what takes place in nature. Right, the cycles of mm-hmm. you know trusting that we are kind of part of this this system that's in place that's in service of us and a, a plan that we're we're a part of. Yeah, that resonates that a we're lot. Safe for me. In Thank it. you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for listening, but th- that we're that we're safe in in the transition too. That it's all okay, and even even though these bodies are temporary, like we are safe, regardless. Yeah, I had um, I'll share something vulnerable, which maybe everybody listening here is like, I don't know, like everyone who hears me talk is like, you're so good at vulnerability. I was like, be careful because something that's easy for me to talk about might be vulnerable for you, and you know, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So I I went no, through I went through a yeah I went through a very I won't get into the details it's it's not necessary but I went through a very challenging experience recently and um was taught the lesson that I nobody can ever take me from myself that like I am I there's I am completely whole as a result and so anything anything can come and mm. go but I am always the constant I am always here and I am good and that lesson yes. I needed that lesson and and I'm happy I got it and I it's like I got it in such a big hit kind of way that I it'll, it's like in my cellular memory now that nothing matters as long as I'm with myself um so I, I the betrayal I have had a similar the betrayal relationship is when we betray to, ourselves right? yeah mm, sorry or Please. we just forget that we no or we forget that we're like we are in a relationship with ourselves. This is all. This is all we actually need. Mm. You know, if you, if you want safety, bless you. If you like, if you are saying, "I want this from a relationship," right? Then that's the thing that you're not giving yourself, in my opinion. Like, if 
if you're looking at the the judgment mm. you're having for someone else that's the thing you don't that's the thing you secretly kind of just don't like about yourself it's like everything is this information mm. that's teaching us like where we're growing or could grow should we pay attention mm. to it and i've had extreme fear of abandonment like I, I was raised by a single mom and so that was that's a feeling that i'm aware of and paying attention to and notice that creep that creeps up and can quite easily so again i, I really appreciate your share because obviously that just opened opened me a little cracked open a little bit there mm. thank you for opening and that's such a beautiful nugget of wisdom that we can all carry, right? That we are the ones that that's, yeah, that as long as we have ourselves, it's okay. Mm. It's beautiful. Yeah. I would love to hear about, I mean, we've talked a little bit about Michael Singer. We've talked a bit about Ryan Weiss, just some teachers that have really influenced the way you walk through the world. I'd love to hear. Mm. Yeah, I um I was in my teens when I asked my mom if I could go to therapy. Um I knew there were things I was working through, so I'd say I've now over 20 years of therapy. Like I said, play for me, maybe sounds like work to anyone here. Um and I have had some of the wisest wisest usually older women elders as therapists just teach me their ways um and i i'm like endlessly grateful to them um and i do there is this piece in fortune that came out last year i felt like i came out of the spiritual closet professionally because the title was like this ceo attributes her success to, to healers <laughs> and i got like all these <laughs> all these messages like who's your who are your healers and i was like uh-oh um but that actually oh, shit. A, little, a little cats bit out of the bag yeah 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 <laughs> I was only 19, whatever. Look at like look at my tattoos, you know. Anyway, okay. Um, so you know, I I I have like I do. I delve deep into you know the akashics. Uh, there's a woman, Helen, that has been an, a beautiful guide for me in that space, um, and kind of some like astrology and like dharma mapping and things that I find incredibly unique. I, I'm a practitioner reader of human design because I became so obsessed with it so I love those kind of cool. more esoteric spiritual paradigms they don't speak to everyone um but I believe in the power of astrology um quite quite impactfully I'll admit that um but I also am so deep in my health journey I've overcome you know quite a bit of physical health stuff I just see these things as like these blockages to get closer to to my spirit and my source and my soul but i'm also a huge fan of like the wisdom now being shared and disseminated by you know people like andrew huberman as an example i'm obsessed with with his podcast as somebody who had a brain injury i deeply appreciate 
um, like the wisdom I've read from Bruce Lipton, from Joe Dispenza's experiences. Um, I can go on, honestly. Like I have so much love and fascination for for the full spectrum of science to spirituality and everything in between. Um, but those are maybe some little names I can drop there for people who are like wanting to figure out like their next the next thing to take a look at. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um uh, for people who are on on a similar path, obviously we're all on different paths, but wanting to kind of step into the space of spiritual entrepreneurship or um mm. wellness, you know, what what would you say to people who are like just starting on this path? What advice would you give them in creating and cultivating what they want? Um, well, I think I love I've never heard of spiritual entrepreneurship, but I wrote it down. I'm like it's interesting. Like that. Um you know, I believe that um that if you are getting into kind of the the business of wellness of healing of spiritual spirituality um that that means that you are on a very deep journey of healing yourself and that you are committed in this lifetime to just heal and and you know the impact that that not only has on you but that that has a ripple effect on everyone around you and so my advice is stay so true to your integrity on your very specific path. Do not look outside of yourself for how someone else is doing it. Like you are following, like to choose to do this means you are following your unique blueprint. So I, I actually do recommend going and if you need some support and codifying the language of that, you know, that can take a decade. It took me a decade to be able to speak with the clarity I currently have and digging into my higher purpose with human design, with gene, gene keys, with Akashics, with coaches did help me in that process. Um, so yeah, you are, you are not going to be able to replicate the way someone else did it and it work. Stay very original. You know, if it if you are into what you are excited about, even if you're a total weirdo like me who thinks like no one else, it's like the, the reality is there are other people that are going to be into it. So like create for yourself and trust that others will come, that it, it will impact them too. What know, are you learning most reminder. about yourself right now? So good. So, so good. Uh, what am I Thank learning you. most about myself right now? Um, that I am the first word that came to my mind or the first kind of phrase is that like, I'm a creator. Like I, I, I like to create things, you know, I, it, it is like a provoking pressure filled energy every day that I wake up with. And I get a little depressed at the end of the day, if I, I didn't turn it into something. You know, so I'm learning how to take like my fire and use it to catalyze like these things that I'm excited about 
Um, and there's so many things I'm excited about, but I, I am for the first time in my life so in the ritual, the routine, the focus that I can see what's coming. Like it feels less foggy um, than it has historically. So that's that's what I'm learning right now. So you know, light light topic. Also that I like to you know dance dance every day, but um, but I think we're talking about entrepreneurship. So. Well, my my beautiful creator and my beautiful dancer. Ashley, thank you so, so much for coming on and and sharing so many beautiful um, gems with us, just like yummy, delicious gems. Um, where can we find you? Where can we find Liminal? And yeah, just how can we connect you? Beautiful. Yeah. So uh, Liminal is in the App Store or iOS right now. Um, but we have Stay Liminal on all our channels. And then personally, I'm, I'm Ashley J. Sumner, and I did launch a newsletter, and I dive into this every week. So that's, on, that's the liminalist on Substack. Um, so find me or LinkedIn me or whatever we do to connect in this modern world. Amazing. Thank you for your, your presence, for your creation, and for just carving out the time to share with us. I appreciate it. Thank you for creating Altered. It is, it's brilliant. It's perfect. Thank you, gorgeous. All right. Tell I'm in Miami. Woohoo! Come, 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 come. Yes, <laughs> yes. Let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> we did it. Guys, thank you so much for being here, taking the time out of your day to connect, to get altered. What a gift. If you liked this episode, please do share it, share it with someone who could benefit from it, share it on social media. We need to have these conversations. We need to have free content that we can integrate into our lives. So share it. It would mean so much to me and it will probably mean something to whoever you share it with. Uh, Again, if you haven't already, please do leave us a five-star review and a written review wherever you listen to this podcast. It will help us so much and you're the best. Thanks so much.